0: Oh, hello, I didn't see you there. This is Dr. Thaddeus Venture, and you're listening to the Long Box Guys. Whatever that means.
1: The long box guy going to do tonight, brain.
0: The same thing the long box guys do every night, Peaky. Drink and talk about comics. They're useless to taking over the world. Yes. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of the long box guys. Webby is always some of my very best friends since I was a very, very little kid. Mike, how you doing and what are you drinking?
2: I'm doing well and I am drinking an uncut gem amber lager from... Hoppas Brewing Company, just around the corner from my house. Nice,
1: nice, nice. Sounds delicious.
2: Tommy, how you doing? What are you drinking?
3: I'm doing okay. I'm drinking some old camp whiskey. It tells me it's smooth on the bottle, and it lies like hell.
1: (laughs) Josh, how are you doing, Tommy? I'm I'm doing great, and tonight I'm drinking uh, something that Josh got me totally hooked on. Uh, When Josh introduced me to this whiskey... I thought it was a stunt whiskey, and I hate stunt whiskeys. I hate flavored whiskeys. I hate foo foo whiskeys. Peanut butter fucking whiskey is the bomb, is. and you only have to use a little bit, and then mix it with some bushmills, and it is so good. Uh, it's my new favorite drink now. I call it a, a, a peanut butter bush. Uh, yeah, it's delicious. Thank you, Joshua. Uh, what is that screwball right?
0: Screwball whiskey, yeah.
1: Screwball whiskey. Screwball peanut butter whiskey is delicious. Go out and try it. If you don't like stunt uh, whiskeys, uh, neither do I. Uh, But that is fucking off the chain. Josh, what are you drinking,
0: buddy? Uh, I'm just going with some light beers, my uh, light beer of choice, Harpoon Rec League.
1: I've been trying so hard to get you a jacket. (laughs) Like, I can't bribe (laughs) it off of people. I'm like, you know what? I got the money. I'll give you 200 bucks right now for that jacket. People are like, nope. God damn it. I just cannot get that jacket. I keep striking out. Speaking of striking out, one supervillain who used nothing but a baseball bat when it became depowered is who we're talking about today, and that is the Polka Dot Man. Yes, that's how deep I got into this character. I know when he got depowered. Uh, Polka Dot Man is in the Suicide Squad movie that's coming up. That's why we're doing him. But unbeknownst to me, Never appears in the Suicide Squad. Is that
2: correct, Mike? Uh, Not in the comic book, no.
1: So, uh, what kind? You said he only has nine appearances. Do you know the nine off the top of your head of them? Yes.
2: Well, this is coming from dcfandom.com. All nine appearances are uh, one, his first appearance, which was Detective Comics number 300. And then he doesn't appear again for like 20 years later. Uh, The. He appears in Ambush Bug Year None, issue number four. Batgirl Year One, issue number five. Batman GCPD issue number one, which I'm sure you'll talk about. Yeah, damn right. Batman the Widening Gyre, issue number four. Nightwing, Volume Two, issue number (laughs) one hundred four. And he is one of the stars of Final Crisis aftermath run. He's uh, in issues 2, 3, and 4.
1: Alright, so let's talk a little bit about Polka Not Man, uh, a.k.a. Abner Krill. Abner Krill is a supervillain who first makes his appearance in what year here? Hold on a second. 62? 62. 62.
2: 1962.
1: Uh, now, this is a time when uh, Batman is already an established hero, and he's been accused of, and this is probably true, of costume rogues appearing Uh, just to fight the Batman and get a little notoriety. And this particular character seems to fit that bill perfectly. As part of his backstory, he talks about, well, there's a Batman, there must be me, the Polka-Dot Man. (laughs) So Abner Curl takes on this ridiculous uh, persona of the Polka-Dot Man, but he actually has some pretty cool uh, gadgets. He can pull a Polka-Dot off, and it becomes different things. It becomes things like a buzzsaw, it becomes human-sized fists, a teleportation device, and even a flying saucer. Why he just didn't sell this technology is incredibly beyond me. We talk about this all the time. If you develop teleportation, just get rich. Fuck Robin Banks, right?
2: Yeah. Fun little side note. Batman steals Polka Dot Man's teleportion takes technology and uses it for the Justice League so they can get to and from the satellite. Is that true? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: was t- I totally thought that was candy.
2: <laughs> I would love to see that story where Abner Krill sues Batman for stealing his technology. <laughs>
1: Speaking of being sued, <laughs> thank you for setting me up. So the polka dot man is pretty much nothing but a stooge. Uh, he gets depowered because uh, he gets sent to jail. He comes back out and he decides, I don't need all this fancy gadgetry, which he no longer owns because he's broke. He takes a baseball bat dressed in his old costume. and tries to rob a bank. Who should be there to stop him?
2: Everybody's Artie's favorite boy. alcoholic. <laughs>
1: Harvey Bullock and Harvey Bullock is having none of Harvey Bullock puts the beat down on him so bad that he files a brutality suit against the Gotham police department and wins. Not only forcing, not only getting a huge payment so he can get his technology back, but also forcing our good friend, Harvey Bullock to see a psychiatrist for years and years and years. Um, like Harvey Bullock, krill is a committed alcoholic. He spends most of his time drinking himself into a stupor Uh, in fact there's a running joke about him stealing a leopard and Nightwing walking in on him in a very uncomfortable moment (laughs) and this joke runs across several comic books I've I've seen it and they also talk about it at the bar called My Alibi My Alibi is a bar where uh, Gotham's Underworld goes where everyone vouches oh Krill he's been here all night Um, At the moment, it seems as if he's dead. Uh, He died uh, when they were betrayed by the human flame in this big battle uh, where he was crushed by a manhole cover, which is funny because that's a big polka dot. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: The the Batwoman appearance
1: of a
3: polka dot man is really him in the background at my alibi
1: at the bar. That's all he's doing. Is just having. That's my all own. he's doing. <laughs> I just hope that's just <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we know a little bit about Abner Krill and his background. Now he is a minor, minor character, uh, but because of his interaction with Harvey Bullock, he grabbed my attention, and I thought there'd be more to him. But then, to my horror, I found out uh, there is not that much more to him. He doesn't get uh, the Kite Man treatment.
0: Nothing like that. So the poor bastard even has a misnomer. Since technically he is just dot man, as the polka dot pattern is circles of the same size, which is and not that, his costume.
1: They actually make note of that on his Wikipedia page. That it's not like, really that's not yeah. polka dots.
2: It's because he's Polish and there are is Polka music playing in the background while he's committing his crimes.
1: That's right Is that right? Sure, yeah, why, not? why not? Yeah. So why not? That's
2: what activates the teleportation device. A little um papa. <laughs>
1: That yeah, little uh, beer barrel polka, and he's gone. That's the only polka I can name off the top of my head. Go, Mike. Name another.
2: Melody of Love.
1: Sure, why not, Tommy?
2: What Melody don't, of Love is a polka? Don't you fucking doubt me on no, my you, polka I, knowledge? <laughs> we we grew up right next to the polka capital of New England,
0: Pulaski right. Park. That's right. Right. Also, polka uh, man's hideout. Pulaski Park, the uh, world's Pulaski largest park. Polish theme park. And I can... I, that joke came back to me years later. Years later. How so? We, we always used to just talk about, like, just jokingly, so for folks who don't know us, uh, Western Massachusetts, there's really just a, a small green park called Pulaski Park. And is it Three Rivers? Sure, why not? Sure. Sure, why not? Three Rivers. I think it's We always used to walk around and joke that it was Pulaski Park, the world's largest theme park, the world's Polish largest theme park. And probably like five, maybe six years out of college, a friend of mine was visiting from California and was like, hey, somebody I was talking to said there was a Polish theme park in Western Mass called Pulaski Park. Have you been? And I was like, this can't be true. Like how to – that joke has traveled the world. And managed to come back to me.
2: Not a joke. It's on their fucking sign. Yeah, that's why we started saying it. It It is just a a 280-pound Polish dude who takes kids, grabs them by their one arm and one leg, and spins them around.
1: Why the one other Polish polka music song I know... Bear barrel polka oh, plays in the background. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Roll out the barrel. That's the other one. Dar, 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 dar. Yeah, Pulaski Park, it's on the side. We're the and, pool I, yeah, park. I didn't realize it was on
0: the side. I just thought that it, was our joke. Yeah, I thought that was it, our joke.
1: Yeah. Nope, it's on the side, but we, we proliferated that song, bitch. <laughs> uh, and also, Pulaski Parks dot the United States. Uh, Pulaski was a, uh, a, a philanthropist who wanted. Uh, parks celebrating Polish heritage all over. That's that's not a joke, by the way. That's real. That's a stupid knowledge I can't unlearn. Much like the name Abner Krill. Which, by the way, Krill looks like little dots in the water. Actually look like polka dots. Because Krill's about the same size. So who has a favorite Abner Krill, a.k.a. the polka dot man story?
2: Mike. I think you've covered every fucking story that Abner Krill was involved in.
1: (laughs) I, I mean, in every
3: story he's in, they, they always refer back to the first one where Robin hunted him down with using a leopard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he fucked the shit out of that leopard.
2: <laughs> Show me on this doll where the polka dot man touched you, leopard.
1: <laughs> well, okay, well, well. You just poking at dots. It's this thing. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: you
1: got to thing. You got a thing. I really did like the, uh, uh, the police brutality thing because uh, if you read that particular issue, uh, Harvey Bullock is just so fucking sick of these characters. He's, he's pretty sick also. Uh, and he shouldn't be on the police force. I'm not uh, – at this point in his career, he's made the hero's journey and come around – but at this point, I don't recommend him as a icon of, of, of you know, what a policeman should be. But he's just so sick of these low-level criminals terrorizing the city that he absolutely just crushes and lays out the Polka dot Man. Uh, and he went to a psychiatrist, and he probably should have done some jail time for that. In uh,
3: Final Crisis Afterlife run, um, Polkadot Man is, is sort of in... Almost like a cult of Immortus, where they're doing crimes on behalf of Immortus' uh, behalf, and they almost, like, worship him. So, I mean, what little character development he has is not all that great because they make him into a sort of cult follower.
2: Well, it's easy to see how he would become a member of a cult. He doesn't have a lot going on, right?
3: He really yeah. doesn't. I
2: mean, a brilliant inventor, but he uh, if it wasn't for the fact that Harvey Bullock beat him up, he couldn't afford to make his inventions. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: I, I used to run this restaurant, and I had these two guys. They were in a cult, uh, a boyfriend and girlfriend, and I kept working so hard to get the one kid out. And they kept asking me, well, what about me? And I'm like, she's fine. She is better off in a cult than she's ever going to be. She is fine. She is loved. She is loved. She's fine. And bowing down when the when the limousine goes by into the black barn of destiny, she's fine. But we can get this kid out. I should bleep out that name because I use the real name.
2: Oh my god! I just read the. Villains in General Immortus' army. Let's hear him. So, Sportsmaster, classy dude. We all love Sportsmaster.
1: Pretty powerful. I mean, not a bad. Uh, back in the day, he was a formidable fuck.
2: Yeah, Justice Society, yeah. One yeah. of the main villains uh, of uh, Green Lantern. Yeah. Uh, Condiment King. Yeah.
3: The not Human
2: the Flame. The Brown Recluse. Miss Army Knife, N-Emmy, <laughs> Phony Baloney, and the Seductress.
1: Ooh. What was the a bro- uh, brown recluse is a terrifying spider. We know this from our time in the military.
2: Half-fucking bitten by one.
1: Yeah, that sucks. My
2: face swelled up like crazy.
1: And not only that, but this, your flesh could have gone necrotic. Yep. Which means you're like the living dead. Like your skin dies when those things bite you. Was the Brown the Cruz like a, a bad super? Like that? That might be a terrifying villain.
2: I, I, it's terrifying to me because I had to get rushed back into the back to the out of the field so they could treat it.
1: Rush, you had to be teleported. They had to poke that man on site yeah. to get you the fuck out of there. I saw one jump once, and that was enough for me to say, "God damn, I don't want to fuck with Brown Brownlee spiders." They leap. They'll leap like three feet up. Brown recluse has got to be a terrifying villain. That's all I'm saying. Even if it just has a brown recluse with it. Like, hey, man, back up where I open the box. All right. Cool out.
2: (laughs) Nobody wants that. All right. So, are you going to... Who would you rather uh, have a fight with? Polka-Dot Man or Spider-Man's enemy Spot?
1: All right, now the spot was all about teleportation. He would set up all these teleportation dots, punch through the hole, and his fist would come out this other hole, and Spider-Man was not able to use his spider sense because of it. He couldn't quite get a read on the...
2: His his costume is basically the same as Polka Dot Man, except it's all black and white dots.
1: I I was going to say, except it's nothing but black and white. And also, if you punch into this polka dot guy, uh, the dot guy, you would go through him mostly.
2: Yeah, because every little dot on him is a a portal.
1: Yeah, a portal to another dimension. He's actually kind of scary and frightening. Yeah. Because he's closed those portals up and taken off limbs. So I think I'd rather fight polka dot man and take my chances with police brutality. Uh, Okay, put on me. (laughs) How about you, Josh? Who
0: do you want to fight? Uh, yeah, I'm taking Polkadot, man. Also, like, like his like his dots were were the, were preconceived things. So I was always wondered, like, did he have a list? Because I would forget where I put one. <laughs> well,
1: they're <laughs> colored. The colors actually correspond to what they were.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, but like, he, I mean, but you still need to you know with the spaceship. Like, he, you run out of color, like, like oh, that's like. That's maroon. That's dark red. What am I? Which ones? I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd screw it up. Personally, I'd be throwing, like, <laughs> I'd be throwing my teleportation thing at somebody when I thought it was something else. It'd be horrible.
1: It would say. Also, uh, once you get tunnel vision in a fight, like, how do you even see what the fuck is that? To right, answer? yeah, you gotta, you gotta, like, hunt for one.
2: Yeah, you grab the orange one. You don't realize it's leopard pheromones. Yeah. <laughs> 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 So, because win- you th- you guys have been thinking that he fucked a leopard, but I'll have you know oh. that was not really? the case.
1: Hey, dot man does not fuck leopards. Leopards
2: fuck, fuck
1: dot man. <laughs> I'm not a rapist. I'm a furry. Uh, who'd win in a fight, the tattooed man or Polkadot man?
2: Oh, tattooed man easily. Tattoo.
1: Oh yeah, he. He get that anchor thing. Bam! <sighs> Similar kind of power set, a little bit. You know, yeah. he gets the... Yeah.
2: yeah. All right, so we're all in agreement. This is a lame villain. And <laughs> lame perfect villain. for the I'm Suicide sorry, Squad.
1: I like the actor that's playing him, and I thought it'd be more to mine here, but there just wasn't. I mean, it's good concept, just for execution.
2: Appeared in... Uh, Um, Brave and the Bold Well he appeared in Batman Brave and the Bold Cartoon he is one of the Many people that Batmite pulled out Just to make a point of You know stupid villains
0: Yeah (laughs) Was he in the uh, Lego Batman Lego movie?
1: He was he makes a a brief appearance in the background According to the Wikipedia page Okay
3: I don't know. Is there a my alibi in the in the <laughs> Batman Lego movie?
2: Was there a leopard in the <laughs>
1: Was there a zoo? As long as there's a zoo, we're covered.
2: Do you think Catman is pissed off at Polka Dot Man?
1: <laughs> I don't know it would be. Or maybe they retire. <laughs> that's that's. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ship that right now. Polka Dot Man and Cat Man retire off to uh, uh, a, a leopard sanctuary that they run together, and it's a loving and caring environment, and they take care of uh, abused and traumatized leopards. And uh, is there anything else with spots? Dalmatians. <laughs> so you're
3: saying that, that he's loosely based on Tiger King?
2: No, no one's saying that. No one no would ever say that. that.
1: No. Yeah. All right, I guess that's going to be it. I, I can't
2: know. believe we talked this long about him. Fuck. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I, I really do think that the, uh, the Harvey Bullock thing does flesh him out a little bit because that thing actually touches on a couple of things we like to talk about. Social justice, uh, police brutality.
0: Um, I could have literally narrated every panel he's ever appeared on. Yep. While we were
1: talking, <laughs> <laughs> and you would have done a fine job. We, c-
2: Thank you. we should have just had you flashing every panel he's been on in the in the background as the background. we were going through. Ah, uh, if, if uh. you're listening to this podcast and are wondering what we're talking about, we also have a YouTube channel. Just go ahead and search for the long box guys. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, we have a fucking podcast which is actually edited and has cuts and stuff in it, uh, which we don't do for the YouTube channel because I don't have that kind of time. Yeah.
1: So if you are sick of hearing me say, um, just go, go to the podcast. You won't have to you never get of that time. Thank you. Uh, one other little side note, as small as this character is, it's some of the minor characters that really do develop, the big characters, and I made a point of this at PetsCon this year, with a little known character called Penny Pincher. Have you guys remember Penny Pincher? No. He had Penny-themed crimes. And he was a Batman villain all of one time. But, you've all seen
2: The Giant Penny?
1: You got it, Mikey. Mikey got it. That Giant Penny was from that particular comic, and that Giant Penny makes it into the Batcave all the time as one of his trophies. By the way, this giant penny was stolen from a museum. I don't know why the fuck Batman kept it. <laughs> Is Batman just stealing shit too? Yeah. <laughs> Only my um, trophies. It's like a dinosaur too.
0: What he's giving he it back though? and just bought the penny from the museum. He might have just bought the penny because he was like feeling it.
2: Or, hear me out, the penny was actually a Nazi war prize. Ooh. And he refused to give it back to the museum and is looking for its rightful heir. The
1: the rightful heir that's a Nazi.
2: <laughs> no, no, no the, the Nazis, Nazis stole, stole it from it. the Jews. Oh the
1: Nazis stole it. Okay. Come on. Wait a minute. So this is this I'm sorry, this brings up an even worse scenario where a Jewish fellow somewhere in Europe.
2: Has a, oh, giant, a giant U.S. penny. penny. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's yeah. that's a stereotype we want to get into. <laughs>
2: His name was Dr. Copperstein
1: (laughs) (laughs) Copperman Well, when he came to Ellis Island it was Copperman, but they changed it to
2: Stein Oh, hey, you know what I've learned? That is actually a myth No, that's a myth that they changed people's names when they got to uh, Ellis Island Well,
1: it's not a myth It just wasn't ubiquitous
2: No, it is a myth I... On Finding Your Roots, the historian who – the genealogist who does that explains that Ellis Island took the logbooks that were done before the boats sailed over. So they were done in the other countries, and they just took the logbooks and registered the names. So the idea that people at Ellis Island were just changing people's names willy-nilly is actually false.
1: There are some instances where we do see names change. Are you saying it's mistakes or mistakes in translation? No, from the from
0: the so saying they were they were changed when they got on the boat. Yeah,
2: it's not. Yeah, it, it's not. They could have cha- they could have changed their name over there, thinking I'm going to America for a fresh start. This is the new name I want to go by for whatever reason.
1: And also, we're playing a little bit of telegraph here. Right, if you guys know what I'm saying, so yeah, somebody said
2: a lot of people who were coming over couldn't read or write. They tell the guy at the port, they write the guy's name down, they hand it to the captain. The captain hands it off as the passenger manifest to the folks out at Ellis Island who are checking right. everybody in.
1: Yeah, that, that seems pretty logical, too. In my mind now, though, it's canon that uh, that coppersmith became opera uh, when they got to America. <laughs> Josh, Batman owes you a
0: penny. <laughs> a giant
1: penny. <laughs> a giant penny. And you know what the price of copper is right now? That thing's worth a pretty penny. Wow. Wow.
2: That just circled back around. That was just nice.
1: Circled right back around. Thank you.
2: Bye. Hey, man, this is Kevin
1: Smith, uh, Silent Bob from all those terrible Jay and Silent Bob type pictures. And you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box, comics talk for comics fans. Thank okay, what do you got the front of the long box for me, brother?
2: At the front of the long box, I have Milestone Returns. Uh, if, uh, Tom, you want to tell everybody what Milestone is?
1: So, Milestone Comics was a uh, breakthrough comic, came out in the uh, 90s, early 90s, and it was an all African American owned comic book company. Uh, this is best uh, read about in the rise and fall of Milestone Comics, a terrific, terrific academic uh, book about. Milestone Comics. Uh, these characters were a, uh, a real attempt to bring African-American writers and artists together in an all-African-American themed comic book company. Uh, they did great. They created some terrific characters, uh, but they didn't last as long as we would have liked.
2: So there, this is the kind of like the preview book that's setting up the uh, three new comic series that are coming out. Uh, Who printed this? It's a DC Comics. DC uh, bought out Milestone. They, at one point, merged the Milestone characters into the DC universe, and now they're bringing Milestone back as a little, um, well, not independent, but a little uh, sub-label, kind of like Black Label is. They're doing Milestone again. And so, the three new comics that are going to be coming out within the next couple months, they're going, these are all season one. So, I think the idea is they're going to have a 12 issue limited run and then go on to the next series. So, the first one, of course, is the most popular of the milestone characters. That's Static, also known as Static Shock. But um, then there's the Superman version, uh, Icon and the Rocket, his sidekick. And third is Hardware. I never
1: loved Hardware, but I certainly did love Icon. And it is uh, Sidekick. And uh, Static Shock. uh, uh, Me and Tony Isabella had a real good laugh talking about the fact that he started the African-American superheroes have to have electrical powers. (laughs) 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 Trope. I see Josh looking around furiously. A lot of African-American superpower, with electric superpowers out there. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: He didn't know he started a trope until we started talking about it. He's like, oh, yeah, kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> also, didn't know, I think I mentioned this last time, and it bears repeating, Tony Isabella, the genius that he is, came up with Kite Man's nom de guerre, his real name, Charlie Brown. I will never not be impressed by that. <laughs> Tommy, what do you got at the back of the log box?
3: I have Superior Iron Man uh, by Tom Taylor, Gildre Sinar, and Mike Choi.
2: I uh, so love Superior 2000... Iron Man. I am excited about this, Tommy. Tell us all about it.
3: From 2014 2015, in it, Iron Man is kind of a big jerk. Uh, no, Tony not Stark, kind of. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he gives away a an upgrade to everybody's physical hardware um, oh, in San yeah. Francisco. So so <laughs> he basically gives everybody in San Francisco a way to upgrade their bodies, uh, and he gives it away as a free sample, and then once they get hooked, he starts charging for it. Montally and it's subscription. Fee subscription, yes. Yeah. Well, how much was the subscription? Do you guys remember? More than it was reasonable for.
1: <laughs> but but some people, people start
3: to get that money. They they start stealing. They start having all these negative uh, outcomes for it. And so Tony Stark's like, hey, 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 no, 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 that's not right. Um, but you know what? If you guys hang out with me, you can get a temporary subscription for free if you start hanging around around Tony Stark. Uh, and here's where I'll be. And so he creates this sort of, sort of, a, I don't know, fandom or cult around him of people so that he oh, perfect perfect has people. perfect, beautiful, enhanced people all around him all the time. And he's drinking like crazy and partying like crazy, living the good life of Tony Stark uh, while having all these addicted, if you will, people around him who are just hanging out with him because they can't afford the upgrades any other way and they need the upgrades because they're addicted to them. And he's kind of inventing things on the side and has this ulterior motive to to sort of do this type of thing worldwide. Um, And uh, Pepper Potts, along with an AI version of an earlier self of him, uh, try to take him out. And it's a really, really interesting and good story um, about what would happen if Tony Stark went went shitty. Uh, shitty, shitty,
1: shitty, shitty. Yes. Shitty, yeah. What, what pulls him out of the spiral there, Tommy? Or do you want to not uh, spoil it for
2: I, It's not in volume one. I don't want one.
1: to spoil the whole book. <laughs> what?
2: It's <laughs> not in volume one.
3: Yeah. Uh, also, I don't want to spoil the book for people. I don't want to give away everything. Um,
2: if you want to hear the giveaway at ending, go back to the previous episode where I put it at the front of the long box where I told everybody about this series.
1: Well, all right then, I probably will.
2: <laughs> that's right, just listen to all 240 something episodes, of our, and eventually you may hear it. That's the best use of your time, folks.
1: I believe so. <laughs> Josh, that was a little bit of a tangent, and that's usually your purview. What do you got for us today, Josh?
0: Well, I had a—I got a tattoo this week. I got a Star Wars tattoo, a Darth and Vader on my back.
1: Gorgeous. We'll show it again because we're doing this for video.
0: Uh, no, I'm not going to strip on camera for YouTube. But thanks for asking,
1: Josh. You're, you have
0: a gorgeous body. You're beautiful, man. I appreciate that. Anyway, so I got the tattoo. So I, I have like a beer theme tattoo. I have—I uh, got my Star Wars theme tattoo. One of the other things I very much enjoy my life. Please don't. I do not have a My Wife's Failed Business tattoo, which I've I've decided not to do at all. Not going to do that. Not going to do that.
3: Could you have a Tom's Failed Wife business tattoo? I mean, I do do that,
0: but
2: no. So the other thing
0: (laughs) I – one of the things I – Oh,
2: I just want to stop. It's Tom's Wife's Failed Business, not Tom's Failed Wife business. I'm sorry.
1: my bad bad. i've been drinking i'm sorry my (laughs) best punch (laughs) it was a juice business that my wife started uh and uh it didn't go very far and now every time we have sex she has to look that failure right in the eye (laughs) (laughs) or or (laughs) it just (laughs) finishes the back of her head it's fine (laughs) fine.
0: (laughs) and so one of the last things on my list are i love dinosaurs and donuts so I don't want to waste a spot, so I want to combine them somehow. So, donuts. so I think I'm going to get a Triceratops with a donut on its horn.
1: <laughs> I don't and eat that, that at all.
0: <laughs> uh, so what are uh, – if, if you guys were going to get another tattoo or if – you know, I don't know. Yeah, Mike and LT, I don't think you have any. If you're going to get a tattoo and you had to combine two absolutely disparate things that you loved, what are you combining?
1: Well, my next tattoo does have two slightly disparate things, but not too much. This might not count, but uh, we have a I have a, a LARP group that Josh is a part of called Brutes Bay, and I'm also obsessed with lighthouses. So I'm getting a, a big lighthouse tattoo on the other thigh uh, with the Brutes Bay octopus coming up the lighthouse. Does that count, Josh? Is that good enough? I mean, uh, that's
0: uh, I don't know. That's almost it's- thematic. That's kind of thematic. All
2: right, all right.
1: Appears, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. How about how about my, my bulldog? So I got my bulldog as a yep. Sith Lord uh, because my bulldog would be like the chillest Sith Lord that ever existed. He'd be like, oh, power is great. Let's do it, but be nice. And over here on the other forum, I'm getting Archer as a Jedi because he'd be the shittiest Jedi. <laughs> right? I'd be like, yeah. Mikey, you're thinking... You don't have any tattoos at all yet? No. Or ever? Yeah. Okay. But okay. what are two great things that you love, like peanut butter and fucking uh, chocolate, man?
2: What? Peanut butter and bourbon? I'll
1: <laughs> drink I'm all out. I'm stripped down naked for this podcast. I'm
2: like- I- I still got to think about it, but before I forget, in Indianapolis, or in a suburb of Indianapolis, when you go out to Gen Con, please go to Dungeons & Donuts. Okay done oh. yeah
0: i'll be attending this year so yeah well, what uh, what is that again october-ish
2: uh, oh, end of, uh no i think it's in september right or september. end of august
0: september 16th to the 19th ah. so i would probably want
3: to combine my love of robots and old cars
0: so maybe. Like a model, like a model Ford Transformer. Ooh,
1: <laughs> a Model T, Mister T. Yeah. No,
3: probably like a, a I, maybe a '57 Chevy T. Transformer. <laughs>
2: okay. I'd like to combine my love of superheroes and chess. So I would have the Martian Manhunter playing Mister Fantastic. That's chess. Sure. Oh, that's good. Right. Nice. I'm not going to get it, but (laughs) I'm not
3: going to get it either,
0: but
1: Uh, of all of us, the most tattooed person uh, tangential to the long box is actually my wife. Uh, She has the entire Doctor Strange origin story up one arm and down the other. And that is only a small fraction of the number of tattoos my beautiful uh, PHC wielding wife has.
0: I might just have to get your tattoo in your honor, Mike. That'd be cool. Kind <laughs> of yeah. like that one. Ugh. Yeah, it's a good one.
2: Well, Tom, Tom's, a- <laughs> Tom's got room because he's got he's already got you. Uh, uh, he's got Iron yeah. Man and uh, or, yeah, excuse me, Power Man I and Man. Iron Fist.
1: I have a uh, Power Man. That's me. Uh, my wife is Doctor Strange. I have Josh as uh, Iron Fist I'm going to put Mikey as the Martian Manhunter and at some point I want to put a Moon Knight in there for my buddy LT see I'll Moon
2: Night's Night's Night all, Night the, Night. the hard thing with Moon Knight is people are going to mistake that for a clan guy
1: that's what I've said a million times every time I talk about this type thing with Mikey he's like really I'm like maybe I'll do Mr. Rose
3: maybe you could do Iron Man instead or or Nightcrawler or...
1: maybe i might do Iron Man for you that's your second thing
3: yeah. Or you just do yeah. Jack of Hearts. Just do, you could just do with jack a Hearts.
1: <laughs> you could do the if I do, a jack you could just hearts. do Jack of Hearts. Ben. If I do Jack of Hearts, that's the ultimate tribute to you, brother. Because <laughs> you know how I, I hate Jack of Hearts. To him on my body forever it would be such a thing. I might have to do it now. <laughs> just to show you that, uh, just to show the world that I've always been kidding whenever I shit on you.
2: <laughs> and if you're wondering where Tom shits on LT the most, that's at our Patreon-only podcast. For a mere $1 a month, you can get... Wait, at, $1? I know, the same price as a Memphis Punch. That's you,
1: my OnlyFans page. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash the long box, guys. And every week that we do a podcast, we put out a bonus podcast called The Geek Leak, where we talk about all the other geeky things we're doing besides reading comic books And all the money that we get from that is we do not keep a cent of. Everything goes to the Elizabeth Peabody House to feed uh, families that need food. Uh, How many families do you guys feed a week there, Tom? Uh, We
1: feed about 80 families every week over at the Elizabeth Peabody House. It's a terrific program, and uh, we really love our guests. And uh, it really does go straight into the
2: uh, the tills.
1: All huh? right, you guys ready for a three eighteen?
2: Let's do this. Yeah.
1: Remember the board game Dark Tower? Of Everybody course. Oh yeah, you never played it, LT. You never played Dark. You never ever played Dark Tower. No. You poor, unfortunate soul.
2: Man, I feel bad for you, LT.
1: I really do. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm not even messing around. <laughs> Dark Tower was a big part of me coming out as a geek. <laughs> 3D18, Mikey, Dark
2: Tower. I'm going to give that thing a solid 16. I played the shit out of the game, so much so that I supported its Kickstarter, and I'm supposed to be getting the Dark Tower, although I have not heard any updates in a long time. I think they stole my $75. They
1: might have stole your $75. Josh, I know you played because I played with you.
0: Uh, yeah, I played a, a ton. It was one of the games I liked so much, and you realized since it was mechanical in nature, it was going to break. That I bought a backup.
1: <laughs> oh, it was going to break. You had to turn
0: it every time yeah. I turned it. I was so ginger. It was a. Love the game. I'm gonna give. I mean, at the time, it was it was fucking fantastic. The gameplay was great. It was something you had never really seen before when we were that age. I'm going with the solid 17.
1: I'm also going to be giving a solid 17 and, and, and Tom, Tommy, my, my beautiful brother. I hope, for God's sake, that Mikey comes through and gets his updated version so you can play Dark Tower. You never played it at all, you saw the commercials. You, fuck you. The commercials were everywhere when you we were kids. All right. Maybe I saw a commercial and don't remember. That's right. It. Shut your fucking whore mouth. You saw the
2: commercial. Estimated delivery for the Dark Tower, which I supported with a $125 pledge, February of 2021.
0: All right. <laughs> Wait, what?
1: <laughs> so it's here. <laughs> so let's play. Break yeah. it up Mikey.
0: Apparently, time's going backwards for that Dark Tower. Are we doing then, uh, Tenet again? Is this yeah, Tenet? We're back to Tenet, yeah.
1: Josh, you're still watching Tenet. I'm sorry,
0: bud. I'm not guy to break it to you. I'm now watching the fifth uh, unpalatable version of Tenet.
3: Does it contain microchips, Mikey?
2: So uh, I'm reading the latest update from May 21st, 2021. Okay. Last All week. Right, it's not too far away. They're doing a live playthrough on it next, oh, nice. next week. Okay. Yeah, that's not super helpful. But, okay. <laughs> I
1: yeah. wanted Dark Tars so much. I never got my own copy of it. I had to play uh, Baby Ray Ray's uh, version. <laughs>
0: Baby Ray
1: Ray. Baby Ray Ray. Yeah. Ray yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we didn't play the shit out of it. Hey, for
2: live play. hey, Josh, did uh, Frosthaven ever arrive? No. Yeah, I backed that thing. That's supposed to be delivered March 2021. Man, I have backed a lot of fucking shit that has not shipped at all. <laughs> Thanks, Kickstarter. Oh, here's a great one. Estimated delivery July 2020. Never got that. Was, that.
1: Yeah. Which one's that?
2: rimmer space
3: Uh, better update your address mikey
2: i updated it uh just the other day because i just backed two new projects on kickstarter encore gold the art of liam sharp a friend of the podcast who is a phenomenal artist and all-around nice guy Uh, and uh, blood of the broodmother a fantasy uh, role-playing game for fifth edition uh, by our good friend John Larson, oh, so nice. uh, he has started his own co- RPG company called Old Gator Gaming. I'm going to try to get him on the podcast next week to talk about it. But if you uh, want to support a fellow geek, go ahead and go to Kickstarter and look for Blood of the Brood Mother. I I play tested it; super fun. If you are not tactically sound the tactical dm will fuck you up i assure you of that
1: that's all right because we're all pretty tactically sound not you all (laughs) you just attack whoever attacks you (laughs) i guess that brings us to plugs you just plug some great kickstarter stuff anyone else have anything to plug
2: well, I'd like to thank Kirby Crackle for providing our geek rock music every week. You can check them out at kirbycracklemusic.com. And if you're watching this on YouTube, you should listen to our podcast because we play Kirby Crackle music on that podcast. <laughs> uh,
1: we haven't quite figured out how to do it on, the huge, on this yet, but we, we'll get there.
2: Yeah, someday. Yeah. thinking
1: about it. Are we? <laughs> well, some of us are.
3: I'd like to plug GeekOrthodox.com
0: GeekOrthodox.com
2: GeekOrthodox.com
0: Hello,
3: Timmy GeekOrthodox.com purveyor of fine t-shirts and other geeky things such as stained glass prints Johnny Skywalker rocks glasses socks you name it, they got it t-shirts, baseball hats Everything you could possibly need for geekdom, they've got at geekorthodox.com.
2: I'm going to commission them to do a stained glass for my new house. Still haven't figured out what it's going to be. Might be just the Justice League logo. I'm not sure. Well, either that or a beholder. I think I might want to do a beholder.
1: I think i want to do a pterodactyl holding a donut.
2: <laughs> just to make Josh jealous?
1: Just to make him right. jealous? Just to be in the front window and everyone's like,
2: why? or how about a, a T-Rex or
1: a
3: trying to figure just a T-Rex trying to figure out how to eat a donut yeah or
2: unable to dunk it, it? <laughs> <laughs> our T-Rex fighting Timmy the Tyrannosaur Hunter
1: Timmy the T-Rex fighting t-rex, the T-Rex Hunter
2: Timmy the T-Rex fighting Turok the Dinosaur Hunter
0: yes that's the yes. one i got it. it took me i was yeah.
2: you were circling it right fighting. in
0: there. <laughs> <sighs>
1: Uh, I'd like uh, to give a quick shout-out to the World LARP Championships happening in Kentucky in August. I just bought my ticket. I'll be competing in the archery tournament, uh, which means I will be shot (laughs) many, many times. I'm also trying to get a 5x5 team. If anyone out there is thinking about
0: uh, going down,
1: let me know. Contact Brutes Bay, our LARP group here in Boston.
0: I'll plug Con of Thrones, uh, the Game of Thrones convention. It's coming to Orlando, Florida, Friday, August 6th to Sunday, August 8th. I'll be teaching some sword classes there.
2: Nice. Uh, I'm going to plug one other channel on YouTube. It's called Zach George's uh, Dog Training Revolution. It's a New Orleans dog trainer. If you are thinking about getting a new dog or you have a dog with obedience problems, Check out his videos. Super helpful. Teaching me a lot of shit that I've done wrong over the years.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I'll plug a little bit of who's next gaming.com. There are friends over in another podcast. Uh, if you like sex robots, and who doesn't? And our good friend Remy just recommended a, uh, a friend of his who just made a sex robot video uh, to be on Who's Next Gaming, and hopefully we'll get them on there. Uh, also, um, they, they do a bunch of podcasts
2: over there. What else do they do, Mike? So they've got their major podcast is Who's Next Gaming. They alternate between movies, TV, and comic books one week, and the next week is uh, gaming stuff. They also have a number of videos that they do, like Gamer Needs Food Badly, et cetera, that goes up onto YouTube, where they do video game-inspired cooking, which because uh, one of the guys on there is actually a professional chef. So... It's a, it's a fun podcast. I I enjoy every week listening to them babble. And uh, uh, you gotta love a podcast where somebody believes that ghosts are real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Energy cannot be created nor destroyed, Mikey. Uh-huh, sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just remember sure. that, buddy. Yep. Yep. yep.
2: All right, I guess that
1: brings I'd, us to the oh, oh, like Tommy plug, has one more.
3: I'd like plug downwind kites at downwindkites.com. Uh, it's kite flying season, so go fly a kite, get it at Downwind Kites.
1: It was a good weekend to fly a kite here in Boston. I took my, I bought a dragon kite from our good friends at Downwind Kite. Took my dragon kite out. It was a little rainy, but the wind was great over at uh, dog, uh, our dog park, and uh, we had a good time.
2: What's uh, Stacy's Instagram? Is it Geeky Vixen? Vixen
1: Geeky Yeah, Geeky Vixen.
2: So if you want to see all her cool toys that she has, go check that out. She was on a hike today.
0: She's alive and well.
2: She has not been renditioned. Totally alive.
0: Totally, <laughs> totally alive. fine.
1: As we no sit here of- in the My Alibi bar,
0: no <laughs> evidence together of
1: I can see everyone. Stacy is fine. <laughs> and her mom has got it going on. Definitely. Or So, I've heard. That's what I've heard. So, Mikey, what's this podcast like to you?
2: It's like Drunk History, but for comics.
1: Tommy, any, any last words for us? Uh, if you haven't gotten
3: your shot, go get your shot. Don't be afraid. It's good. It's all good.
0: Go get your shot.
1: And uh, Orlando, Florida, Con of Thrones, is
0: that your sector? Con of Thrones will be my sector. I can't wait. Should be fun. How, how are you getting down there? Are you going to fly to Atlanta and drive down? Where are you going? No, I'll just fly straight into Orlando. I fly
1: for the first time ever. I flew straight into Pentagon. Not bad. Not great. Not bad. Had to change flights. Sucked. (laughs) And don't forget what I always say. Don't dis what you hate. Just just support what you love. You live a lot longer. Thank you so much for the pie from the long box, guys.